You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome. I hope you're having a wonderful day. You are listening to Provisions and Libations, and I am your host, Robin Bogue, on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. Today's topic is wine country. Known for the longhorn steers, peaches, and pecans, Texas is also making a spot on the wine map for their very own wine country. A visit to Fredericksburg and its surrounding area will impress and delight your wine-tasting senses as it is a bustling mecca of wineries, vineyards, and tasting rooms. I spent my Sunday afternoon driving from Fort Hood, Texas to Fredericksburg, and I saw the most amazing views, lakes, blue bonnets, cattle grazing along the roadside as I entered Texas Hill Country Wine Trail. I then began to see the vineyards. The wine trail begins in Johnson City to Stonewall to High through the heart of Fredericksburg straight on to Mason, Texas. Highway 290 runs east and west and is populated with dozens of vineyards and tasting rooms to delight your senses. As I pulled into the first vineyard, I came upon Torna Lokes off Highway 29, just before the official wine trail begins. I was surprised at the cattle guard crossing to enter the winery in the taste room. That is not something you see in California, along with the cactus lining the dirt road. Their view from their outdoor patio was amazing. You could see for hundreds of miles across the Texas landscape. The vastness was unreal. I was also surprised at the selection of wines to taste as they were like what we taste in California. They had Malvasia Bianca and Rhone blends, just like we do in the San Inos Valley. As I entered downtown Fredericksburg, I quickly noticed the main street was lined with many food and beverage establishments. And me having Provisions and Libations podcast, I quickly parked my car and started walking so I could pop into anything that caught my eye. My first stop was Fisher and Weiser's Farmstead. They are known for their jelly spreads and sauces. I tried their Texas specialty peach chipotle vinaigrette, and I have to say it was delicious. I might add for the drive down from to Fredericksburg from Fort Hood, I also stopped at a local Circle K for a cup of joe, and I purchased their Texas specialty, a pecan poffy a pecan coffee with a hint of vanilla. I could see the theme building in my mind for the day. My next stop was a tasting room called Becker Vineyards. Becker Vineyards is known as one of the most popular venues in the area as they have their vineyards and another tasting room in Stonewall and are the founding fathers of this new wine scene. Also serving Rhone-style wines, the Vignet was poured at the White House during the George W. Bush administration. Although it was a newer vintage, it was delicious. Of course, I had to see what the hype was all about, so I tried that wine first. My next stop was a winery and a distillery called Elk Store Tasting Room. The distillery was in the main building and the winery tasting room was on the side of the building as a long tunnel to a forbidden place. And of course, that is where I went to see what the mystery was all about. I sipped a wine curated from Europe called the Blood of Judas. It was a slightly sweet chilled red 
wine made in Europe by monks who wrote the blood of Judas on the barrels to keep the nuns out at night during their evening escapades. That just intrigued me. So, of course, I had to try it. I also tried their whiskey pecan pie liqueur, which was distilled on site in the back that tasted like heaven on earth. It would be the perfect complement to a banana's foster or simply poured over a French vanilla ice cream. You can see where I'm going with that. I popped into another whiskey distillery, Modeste and Sons, who have brought their love of scotch to Texas. I did not taste there, but I will next time I go into town. Perfecting the art of winemaking since 1794, seven generations of the Andrucci family have set up shop on a street corner in downtown Fredericksburg, pouring Italian varietals from Tuscany. One of their labels presents an artifact signed from Napoleon, and that wine is called Vina 1810 and is made with 100% Sangiovese. The story that goes upon the story upon the story upon the story is amazing, and that is why I tried that amazing wine. My last stop in town was Ferris and Fletch, a pristine, inviting tasting room with its white and gold and just amazing ambiance. That bar intrigued me the most. As I walked in, I saw a map of the Santa Maria Valley, California, hanging alongside their bar. As I walked up to it, I was in awe, like, why would this be here? I asked the lady pouring wine behind the bar, why is there a map of the Santa Maria Valley? And she said the owner is from Santa Maria, and he transfers his wine to Fredericksburg for sale. As she was speaking to me, we both were realizing we too were from Santa Maria and knew one another. As we were experiencing that, everyone at the bar was watching and cheered us on as we were figuring out, I know you, I know you, oh my God, oh my God, that whole thing, you can hear it playing itself out. We caught up on life as she poured for me the Santa Maria varietals that I personally know and love, Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. I had the best afternoon. As I walked back to my car, I knew my day spent in Fredericksburg was going to be podcast material. As the stories are rich, interesting, and exciting, along with each of the venues I visited, Texas Hill Country Wine Trail is fun and exciting, and I look forward to going back to taste more wine, more spirits, more specialty items, and anything else that may pop up between now and then. As I drove back to Fort Hood, which was roughly about two hours north, I passed Messina Hoff on Highway 290 East. I decided to pull in and visit as my sister used to work at Messina Hoff 20 years ago. Not realizing that this location was not the same one until I walked in and found out they had four, my sister worked outside of College Station in a town called Bryan, Texas, and that is the winery that she actually worked at. I look forward to going to that one and see where she really worked. It was the perfect ending to a perfect day. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow Provisions and Libations wherever you listen to podcasts. I will be back next week with an all new episode. I am your host, Robin Bogue. You can learn more about me on my website, eatdrinkandbemerry.online, or my LinkedIn profile, Robin Bogue. I look forward to entertaining you, informing you, and enlightening you with the perfect accommodations for connoisseurs of provisions and libations with an Epicurean flair. But first, let's eat and drink.
This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.